Good morning, everyone. Hello, and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I am Ben Blank here with Rackspace Technology, a leading provider of multi-cloud services for firms on the data and analytics modernization journey. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with Moez Hassan, Chief Data Officer of Royal Caribbean Group. Welcome, Moez. Uh, thank you, Ben, and uh, it's a pleasure to be with you. I appreciate you having me this morning. Oh, it's it's our it's our pleasure. So let's get right to it, Moez. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your role, and your career path? Yes, absolutely. Um, so I'm Moaz Sasan. I've been Chief Data Officer for Royal Caribbean um, since 2019, so roughly four years. Uh, my responsibility at Royal um, uh, you know, includes data strategy, data governance, the, the various aspects of data management, um, and as well as data you know, analytics. Um, I, uh, my career path into the CDO role, uh, I, I think, has been an interesting one. It started with a purely technical roles, uh, both in development and architecture in the BI and data warehousing space, um, as well as technical management. Uh, frankly, I, 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 my tenure in management consulting with Deloitte uh, had, um, had provided me the opportunity and the visibility into other aspects of, of data and uh, allowed me to tackle challenges uh, that uh, prepared me for a leadership or leadership roles in, in industry. So um, uh, while you know different people get to the CDO role uh, different ways, some, some come from, from the business and uh, I actually uh, started with technology and started as a technical person and moved, uh, moved through uh, exposure and so on into the management role and the leadership uh, leadership role that I'm in now. Fantastic. So, so Moaz, I got to ask you: Do you still do hands-on keyboard technical stuff? You still show the young guys what you do? Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> primarily around, primarily around architecture, I would say. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Especially, especially platform architecture and things like that. Perfect. So uh, most folks uh, have heard of Royal Caribbean, uh, the big cruise ships. Can you tell a little bit more about the company, what it does, and what what you know what's its mission? Uh, absolutely, it's 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 an exciting uh, company. Royal Caribbean is a global cruising uh, company with uh, almost a hundred thousand uh, employees, oh. board and and and, and shore side. Uh, we have 64 ships, but you know, soon to become uh, about 70 because we have a lot of uh, you know, you know, ships are in order. Um, we have three brands and a joint venture: Royal Caribbean mm -hmm. International, Silver Sea, and and Celebrity. Um, we uh, uh, have also three uh, private destinations. A lot of people may not know that our private islands. If you haven't. If you haven't visited yet, uh, Ben, I, I you know invite okay. you to visit. I really love it. Um, we uh, we always aspire to create create uh, great vacations. I mean, we 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 and and great memories. We see ourselves uh, as a company in the business of creating memories. Um, we and we have the right, essentially. Um, ingredients to do that with our amazing people, our our great ships. I mean, we have well, some of the most innovative ships in in the in the industry, and these extraordinary um, private destinations and shore excursions. So um, it is it is very interesting. And for those of you who don't know uh, the data space in cruising, I'd say it's you know 
Royal Caribbean and cruising in general is one of the most exciting uh, industries in terms of data because of the richness and the variety of the data and also because of the exciting use cases that are uh, available in this industry. I mean, they, these, these use cases range from revenue management, uh, marketing, um, supply chain, marine operation, medical, people analytics, you name it. So food and beverage. Uh, I mean, this, so there is a lot of uh, exciting uh, use cases to be tackled um, on a daily basis. My gosh. Oh, I mean, I, I can only imagine, and, you know, when I start thinking about uh, the cruise ship, you know, there's part like airline transportation, you got to move people around. There's there's the part about I have lots of assets I got to keep running and moving in the right right kind of place. I've got, like you said, this, the whole uh, 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 hospitality sort of component of thing, which is by itself a whole set of use cases that 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 uh, that gives you plenty of opportunity. Yeah, and if you just think about how we how we need and we do care about our uh, crew health, you know, so there's mm -hmm. a there's a very um, sizable uh, medical operation that goes on, and we from from a data perspective support our uh, chief medical officer and his team with with the data that they need to ensure that they are able to. Um, uh, ensure the wellness of our crew so that we can, um, you know, provide the best experience for our guests. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. Fascinating. So let, let's get right to, to your office, um, uh, Moaz. Uh, what, what are the top sort of couple ways your, your office creates value? Like when the CEO goes, Moaz, what are you doing for me today? What do you, what, how do you answer? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a that's a great question, and I I, I know it's it's top of mind for a lot of uh, uh, CDOs and also a lot of CEOs. Is how do I actually make sure that I'm getting the most value from from my investment in in, mm -hmm. in data platforms, meaning technology, processes, and people. Uh, and and it is very important to take a balanced approach. To, mm -hmm. uh, to this, ensuring that you're, you're able to um, drive the offensive and generating new revenue streams, uh, helping the business improve experience, you know, guest experience, and also mm -hmm. reducing cost. Uh, but at the same time, having, having to make sure that you're working on improving the state of the data within your organization, right? Mm -hmm. And so we do exactly that. Um, being part of a, uh, a digital and growth a growth operation, um, our uh, objectives are tied to the overall business objectives uh, that revolves around uh, increasing our earning per share, uh, increasing our EBITDA, uh, essentially um, also uh, ensuring that return on invested capital is you know is is higher. Um, uh, and we also actually part of that, the overall objectives is that we want to ensure that we are operating responsibly. And so we have a, a lot of great uh, objectives around uh, ESG. And so we're contributing to that as well. But at the same time, we have laid out a strategy that is was informed by a, a maturity assessment and we are pursuing our roadmaps. We are delivering on roadmaps that we've established around data quality and MDM, around uh, governance, compliance mm -hmm. with privacy and security rules, 
data visibility and creating um, essentially uh, data catalogs that that, that uh, democratize and, and facilitates access to data. We are also uh, modernizing our platforms uh, mm. for data analytics and AI and uh, going to modern data uh, platforms on the cloud. Uh, we've adopted the lake house uh, okay. concept with open with open source parquet, you know, uh, Delta mm -hmm. Delta tables and, and Spark. Um, and we've also uh, worked quite a bit on breaking silos and creating enterprise shareable data data products, data assets uh, that are governed and um, and with high quality. So that's that's, that's our approach to how we we generate value at the highest mm -hmm. level. It's broken by you know a, a balanced approach actually um, to provide. Uh, direct value to the to the business, and at the same time ensuring that we have, um, you know, lay sustainable foundation to continue to generate value as we as we move on. So, so I had a, a couple of practical takeaways here. Otherwise, let me let me just make sure I'm, I'm listening. I'm trying to listen real close here. Uh, I'm yeah. a CDO in training. <laughs> yeah. So, so I heard. One, uh, one, you, you've got to make sure you take a balanced approach, right? Offense and defense. So when you look at your portfolio, you go, okay, do I have a balanced portfolio of both offense and defense? Two, yeah. I heard that at the end of the day, you, you got to make sure you align with EBITDA, cash flow, ESG goals, right? Those top levels, you got to make sure they're aligned all the way down, right? Three, I heard at some point, you've got to have a framework, whatever framework you have around maturity. So you can, you can yeah. gauge you know, where you want to go. So you have a plan, right? You have a plan. Absolutely, Ben. I couldn't have said it better. You've summarized it very well. Are you chat GBT uh, enabled? Oh, oh yeah. There's, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it in the background. You just don't know. <laughs> you've, you've done it greatly, but you're absolutely right. I mean, you have to have a balanced approach. You cannot just focus on the shiny stuff and, and not be and, and not do the foundational aspects of data management uh, and, and, and analytics. You're absolutely right. You have to do that. I, I say you have to eat your broccoli before you can eat the creme brulee. Uh, so that's, <laughs> that's yeah. how I so, so let me ask you though, when you were on a cruise, did you eat your broccoli before you eat your creme brulee? You just like <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, absolutely. But but um, but I think you summarize it very well. That's one. Uh, having a framework is really amazing because without a plan, um, you, you won't be able to sort of achieve things. This is a marathon. It's not a race. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is very important to take a uh, you know, an approach that allow you to deliver value uh, uh, you know, quick enough. Gotcha. But at the same time, um, take those steps that you know, essentially gets you closer to your uh, North Star. And gotcha. so that's the combination that is that is very important. And the last point, or maybe it was the second mm -hmm. point that you raised about aligning with with business objectives is key. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, you need to ensure you've got the you've got governance, you've got the best platforms. But if you're not generating value that is aligned with the objectives, then there's no sense. So so you've got to if you've got to balance it and make sure you're doing the things yeah. that you do. Um, but at the same time, um, deliver on business objectives. Absolutely, absolutely. That, that's that, that. I'm just curious, Moise. Um, I got I got to believe your technical architecture background has helped you sort of have a, a view of like how things connect. 
What what framework do, do you use to guide your maturity, or is it like Moaz's homegrown framework? Uh, yeah, no, I I'm in aligned very uh very closely to our enterprise architecture team. I mean, we've got our own solution architects within the data organization. Yeah. Um, uh, but but yeah, we align with what they use in the use to OGAP and things like that at the highest level. OGAP, okay. More pragmatic and practical side. I mean, we go we go essentially. Um, uh, you, you know, and ensure that everything that we're building again is for a reason, is for a purpose, mm-hmm. is for a subjective. Uh, it's either because it will enable um, the business analytics groups across the organization, including our own enterprise uh, business analytics group, um, or is it because we are able to do something that we want, we weren't able to do, like streaming. Or mm-hmm. like uh, capturing uh, IoT data from our engines, and so we had to do a different architecture and sort of expand our footprint to tackle that. For example, um, gotcha. so I would say align with the overall enterprise architecture framework, ensuring mm-hmm. that you fit into the fabric of the organization, and then the second part is to ensure that um, you're not doing it for the sake of technology. Like I'm oh, not. Come I'm not on. <laughs> stuff just because it is cool but it's because there is a uh there's a reason for it um we've got this umbrella of um you know on our uh, data analytics platform on the cloud and under which we're adding components as we see the need for example we build the data as a service layer that allows us to share the data both internally and externally in batch micro batch and in 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 real time through apis and, and yep. streaming through Kafka. And so, so, but it was for a reason it, because mm-hmm. we needed to do that we need to share this yeah. IoT data with, um, you know, sort of partners and, and things like that, and so on and so forth. So, um, those are the two things that I'd like to emphasize on this point is is essentially, okay. it, yeah, alignment within the rest of the. Otherwise, there there is chaos. So you have to align with the rest of the ecosystem, and ensuring that you uh, you're doing things for a reason for a purpose. There you go. Big, back to basics, align and make sure there's a reason, right? It's basic. Right, exactly. Don't, don't get caught absolutely. up in the shiny squirrel, the shiny object here. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. So it, it's time to do a little bragging, Moaz, right? You know, I mean, you know, you know, CDOs, you know, they're, they're, they're not, uh, you know, they're, 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 we're starting to see more and more folks talk about the value they create and things like that. But, you know, um, but I think we need to, we don't hear enough great stories. So can you share some stories about how you've created a uh, value within, within your team and for the, for the enterprise? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And, and, and I think you're absolutely right for us CDOs. It has not been easy because there yeah. is this, um, there's this competing priorities around. I want to do things quickly and be able to show value. But at the same time, as we just discussed, you, you, you need to ensure that you're, um, you're creating sustainable value by tackling mm-hmm. the cause of the problems. You take data yep. quality as a problem. Um, I, you know, most organizations have a data quality problem. Most oh. organizations deal with that in a siloed fashion and for a specific use case or application to work, they're cleansing the data. Um, but it's important to, and we're doing, you know, we're doing that right now. It's important to actually tackle the root causes, ensuring that you've got the proper process technology and people to sort of um, ensure that you have the best data quality 
um, uh, mastering, let's say, for products and guests and so on and so forth. So master data management comes into the picture. It's not shiny. It's not it, It's not exciting to a lot of people, but it's important. Um, but for us, in our quest oh, to generate value for the organization, yeah. I mean, we do it essentially, again, in two ways. And okay. that's a balanced approach as well. Yeah. Uh, we... A engage with 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 the business, the business entities, uh, business functions directly to identify opportunities to generate revenue, reduce cost, uh, and improve operation, and and therefore improve the experience of the guests. That's very important to us. It's all about creating these seamless experiences for the guests, both on land and 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 shipboard. Uh, and in that scenario, we develop end to end uh, data products and services. I mentioned earlier. The, uh, the marine operation piece. This is okay. all about IoT data uh, from the engines, from the HVAC systems, and be able to generate value from that in the sense of, uh, for example, reducing fuel costs by improving efficiency, correlational models that allow us to identify why there are spikes in uh, the consumption of fuel. Um, on the surface, this is only to reduce costs, but if you think about it, it also helps improve our guest experience because we're, we're more productive, we're more focused. Uh, another way this same data is actually used is the um, is to optimize our maintenance schedule. Mm-hmm. And, and now that have a, a, a direct correlation to the business because now the ships are running uh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, well, there's no cancellation, none, none of that stuff. And so the data is being used to um uh through anomaly detection to identify and predict when uh maintenance mm-hmm. uh, maybe needed. So we're we've we're in the process of doing that. We have been doing it for a while and there's always um room for growth, obviously, and evolution. So so that's one area that I that I can highlight. Um we have uh also done a lot of work around um price uh pricing aut- aut- automation and yeah. optimization recommendation. No, yeah. Uh, engines uh we've been doing that for for a long time and that helped generate a lot of value especially as we uh, emerge from the pandemic as you know we, mm-hmm. we had well for a while and then now uh demand is really is really high and we're able to sort of uh leverage the capabilities mm-hmm. that we built um you know uh, uh right now uh from in a supply chain domain mm-hmm. we've done a lot of work as you can imagine we order you know uh, a lot of products, there's thousands, tens of thousands of products that we need from spoons to, you know, to towels, to everything that you can imagine. I can't, I can't even imagine. Yeah. And so we've got a lot of models that help us predict the demand for these and and, and uh, based on the consumption and so on and so forth. And so um, we are generating value uh, that way. Um, on the other side, we build capabilities that enable everyone on the organization to become more analytical and to generate value from the data. Mm -hmm. Uh, An example is our BI Center of Excellence. Our BI Center of Excellence provide the technology, the training, the standards for people to actually uh, become more productive with their analytics work. Um, We also build a platform Capabilities, an example is that our ML engineering and, and platform engineering teams uh, are now 
creating um, frameworks and capabilities around ChatGPT with Azure OpenAI. And, and we're able to now roll out the first use case uh, with Azure Open uh, OpenAI. So um, in a nutshell, we engage, we create end-to-end -end, um, solutions for the business, but we wow. also capabilities and consult with the business to create their own uh, their own solutions, be it dashboarding and BI or more on the data science sides and 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 deeper analytics. Um, we do that, uh, you know, both 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 of these two, two things. Got it. So it, it's interesting, like you know, when you, you, your first example was IoT. Uh, and it, I, you know, it, it is the amount of data that can get created by sensors that you have to, you know, parse through and, and, and train to to do predictors is 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 not. It's sometimes really underestimated. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and I imagine having you've got to go to the cloud in order to be able to manage. I mean, streaming data is not simple <laughs> to manage. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, you touched on a great point. I mean, I, two great points. One is that people underestimate uh, the, the, what needs to be done uh, to enable these MLAI solutions, yeah. just generally speaking. And the focus is always on, hey, we can build these algorithms and so on and so forth. But there's a lot of work. And there's a reason why there are personas in the data space like data, uh, data engineers and ML engineers is because yeah. you've got to build all of that. You've got to... Um, bring and integrate your data. You've got to build your features, and um, you've you've got to be able to also, um, you know, obviously go through the process of understanding the business, building that domain knowledge, and creating the algorithm. You, you can create algorithms without business domain knowledge and context, and you have problems. And then at the at the at the end of the spectrum, there you've got your ML engineers and the deployment and and uh, the production. And the scale uh, scaling of those uh, applications, because you, you remember the goal is to optimize and automate business processes. Uh, there you go. Not, optimize you know, and automate, right? Automate. Exactly. It's not really to. It, it's no longer um, just about creating insight in a laptop and, and going and telling people. I mean, that maybe there's there's place for that as well, but it has gone beyond that. And and these solutions need to be. Um, able to integrate with uh, business applications and and and, uh, and processes yeah so um so I think that's that's the a really good call out that it's not that easy uh, to actually um, you know e enable these functionality there's a lot that goes into it and uh, and it's very important to to, um, to 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 care for them then you also spoke about the data and streaming streaming data and so on and so forth that's a that's a key part um is that you have to have the right data at the right time in the right in, in the right place and mm -hmm. have data locked in some uh server in a, in a in a data center may not enable you to do everything that you need to do with it because you have to be able to access the data and have the uh, sufficient compute and capability to actually be able to, you can beef up um, your servers on a data center uh, mm -hmm. for a while, but, but at the end, there's going to be some limitations. I mean, so, so cloud data environments are, are, you know, 
not just the future. They're here to stay. They're um, here to stay and, and it costs money. AI, like you've got optimize all that. Yeah. And AI augmented tools is, I have said in previous interviews that the future is AI augmented data management tools and it's here. I yeah. probably heard about the various companies, you know, announcing that they have, you know, co-pilot embedded in their, you know, new ETL tool or they're in their, in everything essentially. And in, and it's not just co-pilot and, and, and problem engineering, it's also where it's behind the scene. If we take MDM as a solution, modern MDM, master data management tools, now do both deterministic and probabilistic matching because they have the ability to do that behind the scene, leveraging um, ML and AI. Well, it's, it's amazing, uh, you know, using AI and ML in, in sort of data quality is gonna revolutionize it, right? It, 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 it will, because, you know, cleaning data is not simple and it's messy at best. And if you can do a little autopilot of that, that 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 will help leapfrog. So I can't wait to see what the, this new technology will allow us to do. Yeah, it's it's exciting time for sure, um, primarily because of the productivity that it's gonna uh, mm -hmm. enable. I mean, I think with, with new solutions, um, for example, Azure Fabric now or Microsoft Fabric, I think yeah. the productivity is going to be very, very high. and. Uh, and I think almost every vendor is going to go that route um, because it, it is it should no longer take days and days to create a data pipeline. It's going to it's going to be much, much faster. And the focus is going to be on the business logic and, and not on the, the technical, the mechanics of building an ETL pipeline or the mechanics of creating uh, yep. an ML or the uh, model or the mechanics of, you know, so all of these things are going to be a lot much easier and allow us to think more about what do we need to do from a business perspective? How do we generate value? Yeah. And, uh, and so on and so forth. I, I got a question. I got, I got to ask you this question, Moaz, because like, you know, as you talk about these, these tool stacks and these really cool things, um, you know, I start thinking about like, how, how does how do you and your team digest all these things you can do? Because I've seen maps of sort of like tool sets and like it it, yeah. it fills pages. And, and yeah. so to to someone like picking and thinking about it, it's got to be overwhelming. How do you how do you manage that? How do you cope? How do you evaluate these technologies? You know, I have I and then you know, there's a saying that says the best sophistication is simplicity, or the other way around. Simplicity is yep. the best sophistication. That is how I look at things. I try to simplify as much as possible, and I I urge my team to simplify because there's a lot. There's to your point, there's a lot of of tools and technologies out there, and they're all great. Um, yep. But you need them all. That's the question. Question number one, and then the second question is that. Can you can you standardize? And so this is also a challenge for all um, CDOs because it's, yeah. it's really easy for various business analytics groups in an organization or a sizable organization to want to have mm -hmm. um, their stack or I want to use this because I'm comfortable with it or I I understand it better or I I can do stuff faster with it. But the challenges and and the question and the governance here um, from a from a technology governance perspective is going back to that. What's the purpose, and is it aligned with the with yeah. the uh, system? Um, and, and simple is better. Less is more in this case for sure. Yeah, I I I I totally agree. When you think about sort of the arms race, continued arms race with with uh, you know two new tools and technology. At the end of the day, you know 
driving you. I, I would suggest that you seem to be very much a process and people oriented. The tools help you get there, but it's about right. the people and the process to get there and 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 and, and making things simple because so so that you can reduce variability and increase scalability and robustness is like a key tenet of kind of like when you think enterprise scale. Uh, absolutely. And it's very easy to get um, carried away because there's this cool technology or there's something. I mean, it's very, very easy. So it's a constant reminder, I think, for myself and for my team to focus on business results and what is this going to give us? Why are we bringing this new piece of technology? You know, how different is it going to be when we acquire this uh, this tool or, or we, you know, we establish this tool? So, um uh, very important point in my opinion about how to to operate you know uh, a data a data organization absolutely moas it has been a thrill to uh to uh, uh chat with you today i hope that next time we talk it, it might be on a cruise ship and you could take me on one of those islands and show me all the good stuff the behind the scenes stuff uh it is just fascinating the world that you are able to make an impact in it 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 it, it, it is mind bending. I didn't really appreciate all, all the, the cool stuff that you do. And thank you for imparting some of your very specific lessons around how do you do this? Because, you know, it's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to actually implement it at scale. And then I think that's what this, this show is about. Like, let's talk about scale. Do you have any other last words for, for uh, folks here as, as we sign off? Yeah, no, I, I just want to highlight that it is uh, it is exciting to be in this uh, field in this space it's amazing how much innovation i can you know uh wait to see what the future brings in the next few 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 years i think we're all uh, have the opportunity to transform rather traditional industries and make them more scientific and more analytical and um and uh, yeah there's a lot of 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 things that we could do as as CDOs, as data professionals, I should say, data analytics yep. professionals, and it's very exciting. And um, thank you very much for your time. It's 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 a pleasure and an honor to be with you. So I appreciate it. This was fun. Thank you, Moaz, for joining me today. Please visit CDOMagazine.tech for additional interviews. All thank right. You. Thank you.